Hey, everybody. Welcome to Quizlet, the weekly show where we chat with upcoming Quizzertron panelists. I am your host, Rebecca Watson, and I am joined by my frequent co-host and Quizzertron resident comedian, Keith Ol Jensen. Howdy. Keith, how are you? I'm good. I'm stuffing uh, curry in my mouth. Good. You're, you know, a consummate professional. Uh, amen. Course. Yeah. Uh, you're just trying to shout things out so I can keep talking while you stuff your face with more curry, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. Then I'll just move right on. Uh, so today we are chatting with next month's special guest comedian who has toured with uh, W. Kamau Bell. She's opened for Dave Chappelle and Michelle Wolf. She's appeared at Bridgetown Comedy Festival and Comedy Central's Colossal Cluster Fest. Welcome to the show, Corinda Dobbins. Hey. Hey. How's it going, Corinda? How you guys doing? I'm good. Good. Uh, I hope we didn't interrupt your dinner hour, did we? Uh, No, you guys didn't. You did. I, okay, I don't good. eat dinner until 7 p.m. Like a normal yeah, like person. A no- like a normal person. Yeah. Yes. I'm but, a father yeah, of a like, young child. You're not normal for a while after that. <laughs> Yeah, but basically you're raising your child to be like a an 80-year-old Palm Springs resident. Isn't that what we right? all want for our child? Corinda, you have a child, don't you? I had, When I had a young child, we did not eat at 5 p.m., Keith. I'm sorry. <laughs> Myth busted. Well, sorry, Keith. Unless we were eating with my grandmother, maybe. Right, but I'm grandpa age. Oh. That's the thing is I didn't have a kid <laughs> until I was grandpa age. So every dinner is dinner with grandpa. <laughs> It's the you way that it works. Age. <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about how old I am, but trust me. <laughs> I remember uh, as a child crying at the dinner table, as a child is wont to do. <laughs> and I cried about the dumbest stuff. And my parents were like, why are you crying? And I said, I miss eating dinner during the day. Why do we have to eat dinner at night now? Because I didn't understand daylight savings. Oh, my. <laughs> I can see why you embraced science as an adult. You were right. It took me a little while to get around to it. <laughs> and Corinda, Corinda, what's the dumbest thing your child has ever cried about? Um, my daughter used to cry about lying a lot. Like that was her about lying. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she would lie and then immediately burst into tears. Right. That was her go-to move. <laughs> like she was like. And you don't ever believe me. And I did this thing, and 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 then she would just cry. Right. And I was I was so not moved. I was wow, like, you it know, didn't, didn't work. It worked pretty well for Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> it did. Ooh, but she's not a white. But she's not a white man. So, um, right. No. Yeah. Doesn't you work d- that, that well. you I, didn't I, have I, a I, white male daughter, Corinda. What are you thinking in this day and age? <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wanted I I wanted to adopt, but you know, right? Just uh, poor decision. They don't they don't usually do it that way around. It's usually you have to be white and then you adopt <laughs> a black kid. They don't really let they don't really let us adopt white kids. You know, it's Just not too late, around. Corinda. I would be happy to let you adopt me. <laughs> and some people do consider me a white male. So and I and I'm sure my credit score would go up enormously if I adopted you, Keith. Mm, uh, I'm not that white male. <laughs> <laughs> but he does cry every time he cries. So. Yes, which is frequent. Corinda, you opened for Michelle Wolf. I did. Did you love her? I did love her. She was very, very I, funny. 
Very, very I nice. recently Keith, is this a segue into you talking about how you recently opened for Michelle? <laughs> no, but it's something me and Corinda have in common, and I think we could spend the next twenty minutes talking about how much we love Michelle Wolf. I mean, that's yeah. fine, or it's just a way for you to like sneaky work into the podcast that you opened for Michelle Wolf. Yes, you know what? Uh, you work into every conversation that I have a Roseanne Barr quote on the front of my book, so this is just that's me true. getting even. I think it's fair. Corinne, did you, really? you know that what's Roseanne the, Barr gave him a quote? What's the quote? <laughs> the quote is Keith Lowell Jensen in hilarious. It's not even spelt right. It's a typo <laughs> and a quote from a person that literally the day that the whole world realized how horrible she was, I'm calling my publisher going, hey, this quote's getting to be a worse idea because I'd already <laughs> warned them. And they said it printed today. And I was like, oh, uh, never mind. I guess we live with this. I guess we live with the typo and the horrible person's name. And it's a book called Punching Nazis and Other Good Ideas. There's another plug for you. Uh, it's, uh-huh. you know, and so then to quote someone who kind of took the wrong side of the whole Nazi thing right on the cover was, yeah, it was a disaster. Exactly. I mean, Roseanne has been problematic for a while now. That, like, that oh, yeah. last thing she did, I mean, got her fired but I, she's 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 had a, a nice little history of I, controversial I found statements if, i found if i stayed away from her twitter we got along better <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like there were two separate roseannes because she'd be even when i was working with her she would be horrible on twitter all day and i would see her that night and i'd be like you know i live right next to davis the city you said they should nuke uh <laughs> and she's like you know I don't really have nuclear weapons, right? And she'd be funny about it. And she'd be like, I'm just kidding. Ha, ha, ha. And I'd be like, oh, okay. She's the same old she was Roseanne. Like, I'm but... just a, she was like, I'm just a horrible person on Twitter. Right. <laughs> she didn't yeah. say that, but that's sort of, yeah. That was this Jekyll Hyde sort of thing. But Keith, that's not like out of nowhere. That's how all of our uncles have been for the last 10 years. Right, right. Like, right. I have a beloved uncle who I, I love him dearly and uh last time i was home you know to visit my family sure enough he's wearing his like nra cap and (laughs) saying like vaguely racist things and i'm just like oh god but he's so fun at least so at least it's your your uncle mine that i'm not talking to is my nephew and i'm like that's backwards you're 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 supposed to be the generation giving me hope you little shit (laughs) what are you doing i have uh, have two trump supporters in my family so imagine my horror and are they? Well, and I mean, are they, you are uh, not a white person. Is this is what we want to know. Are they black Trump supporters, Corinda? <laughs> we haven't. Corinda and I have they, not met in person, so I just want to clear this. Up. <laughs> they are. Are you? Black, are, are you not a white person? They they are black Trump supporters. Wow. What is their What is their <laughs> reasoning? Do you know? Um. Well, they're kind of conspiracy theorists, so they they think that somehow uh, that Trump. Um, is uh is going to do uh all these things with the economy and you know he's gonna yeah. I don't know I, I I mean you know I really can't understand it so it's hard for me to explain it to anyone right <laughs> yeah but, we've you given know, you an impossible job like they, here. you know they think he bucked the system kind of like you know what Kanye talks about you know right he's the outsider he's, who's he's going the to come outsider in and- who's going to come in and shake things up and, and drain the swamp. They, Right, and maybe they don't really listen to his actual words. <laughs> so I mean, it's surprising how easy it can be to, uh, well, you know, in 
in the skeptic crowd, we talk about this in terms of remembering the hits and forgetting the misses. And yes. it happens when you talk to a psychic and they're like, oh, yeah, your uh, your grandmother is talking to me from you know, the dead and she gave you a watch and she loves you very much. And she says, don't marry that man you're engaged to. And it's like, well, (laughs) she didn't give me any watch, but I should definitely like break up with my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) because that was something you were thinking about doing anyway. So yeah. And then like, yeah. And I think it's the same thing with Trump. It's like, let's forget the racism, but remember the draining the swamp and general distrust of politicians. Yeah. So I, ha- I just have to, I had to distance myself from, uh, from them. Like I, I can't, um, you know, we, 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 we really, we really don't have anything to talk about after you tell me that you support Donald Trump. Right. And that's, you, are you going to see them at like Thanksgiving or anything? Well, I'm hoping to just bring my mom out for Thanksgiving. That way I don't have to, uh, <laughs> I don't have to actually go and see like, you know, the whole family sitting at the table and all that. Cause that right. would, that would be a little tricky. Yeah. And you're, you're from Detroit. Is that yes. right? Yes. And so you're, you're going to fly your mom out, out here to uh, San Francisco. Yes, absolutely. Nice. I think that's what that problem. What brought you out to San Francisco, Krenda? You know, when I graduated from college, um, I couldn't really find a job. Detroit was sort of on a, on a, a downhill slide like they hadn't filed for bankruptcy yet but you know the writing was kind of on the wall that I needed to leave there in order to yeah. prosper um <laughs> so my aunt who lives out here was like hey why don't you come out here and try to you know try to find a job and I came out and I, I fell in love with it so did you already do stand-up comedy at that point oh no 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 I didn't start doing stand-up until almost four or five years uh after I moved out out here and and what brought that about? I had a friend who asked me, because I'm, I'm kind of funny around my family. I had a friend who asked me, she said, if I find you an open mic, uh, would you do it? And the only reason I said yes, because I thought she was going to be flaky and never find it. Right, I was like, right. sure. Uh, yeah, you find that open mic, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> but then like a month later, she, she was like, I found it. And I was like, oh, snap. Uh, okay. <laughs> So I had to start. Yeah, I had to start trying to write jokes. So I wrote for about a month or or so, and then you know I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to this open mic. Um, I'm gonna bomb horribly, and people are gonna stop asking me to do these types. (laughs) And then that didn't happen at all. Of course, that didn't happen at all. Okay. And it was the only open mic I've ever been to where I was the only person to sign up. It was just me. Oh wow! What? <laughs> that has how many, never happened. How many people were day. in the audience? It was about th- twenty people. About twenty. That's incredible. Because you know we've experienced the opposite plenty of times where there's only one audience member and twenty five comics. But exactly. you had exactly. yeah more people on stage than in the audience. So, so how I, many minutes I did, did like, you do? I did like ten minutes my first what? time. What? Uh, oh, ten wow. minutes on your first go? Yes. Oh my God. Keith made me do stand up last year for the first time. And after 30 seconds, I was like, okay, so is this done now? Can I just leave? <laughs> I can't even nope. imagine. To be fair, she's done it twice now and she was really good. Well, I did bring like 10 people. So half of the audience was uh, with my friends and family. But still, that helps. I, I, started, yeah. I, start, I started out as a bringer, Keith. You know what I mean? I just, I was out the gate that way. Yeah, don't yeah. we all? Yeah. <laughs> is, is, that, is that the industry term? You're a bringer? 
if you bring like more people for the it, audience than would it, otherwise be there when we're booking yeah, there, there's I, shows that you know you have to you have to bring people in order to get booked they, they you know they yeah so Corinda, wouldn't wouldn't you agree though? Usually we use that term to refer to people that are really new and they haven't burnt out their friends and family yet. And so we're we'll like That's true. We'll put a couple established comedians late in the show, but early on we'll have three or four bringers. We're like, ah, we'll know we'll have a crowd because this guy still gets his friends and family to come out. Whereas my friends and yeah. family got sick of me years ago. You know, they'll only come out yeah, now. I got a big one. Just you just yeah. signed up for Amway and my first right. couple of shows, you know, I, I think um, my first book show, I, I brought like, like 75 people or something, 50 people. I mean, it was crazy. What? Right. Holy shit. How many people are you bringing to Quizzes Tron next month? <laughs> oh, no. We're, yeah. No, we're past that phase now. My, I, I love relationships where you see the, the person's partner at every show and you're like, ha, 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 that ain't going to last. Like the only yeah, that, time that lasts is if the partner is suspicious of them and is there to keep an eye on them. Yeah. I, like the first probably five or six shows, they're going to come and then they're going to be like, I'm done with this. Right. You, True story. I've never met Keith's partner. <laughs> oh, she's so she hasn't been to a show in ten years. <laughs> She'll come out yeah, to like the recordings my, or the big ones. Yeah, my my girlfriend comes to a show like um, every three months or so, and that's because you know it's her first year. But I'm I think after the first year, she's just gonna be like, I'm not anymore. I'm, I'm two years in, and and my boyfriend still still turns up but i think it's because he knows i we would break up if, if we weren't there <laughs> so just you, gotta, you, you gotta come at least like twice a year so i yeah. gotta know corinda are you do is is your girlfriend going to be there for quizitron is it the three-month yeah. mark she does not come to any san francisco shows i'm sorry oh san francisco's oh, no. out okay no crossing the bridge for her no no she no oh, you guys are in the east bay that is a it's a high yeah. Yeah. But you know, I come from the East Bay, so if she wants a ride. <laughs> like she can just jump in your car. Yeah, she she doesn't. Right. Yeah, she doesn't okay. cross the bridge. So um do you and, and forgive me, I'm trying to remember because you and I talked about this at Luna's here in Sacramento once, but what what is your background? Are you in computer sciences? Do you have some science in your background? I work at a biotech company. So this oh. This may be yet another example of the comedian winning the Quizitron. Comedians do very well at Quizitron. They they show up with a surprising amount of random science knowledge. So this this is very exciting. What that do you, what do you probably, do? With- that probably won't be me. Oh, I don't I don't mean to set you up for failure. Here. <laughs> like, I I don't mean to inflate our expectations at all. But what do you, what do you do for the biotech company? I work for uh, a company that does, um, we do a lot of different things. We do plasma fractionation. We do nucleic acid testing. We do. um, We already have to back up because I don't know what that first thing is. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say plasma fractionation? Yeah. It's basically taking your blood and sort of breaking it into a lot of different parts. Rebecca, you've never sold blood to pay the rent? Come on. (laughs) They yeah, just I'm take the, the one plasma. Who is not a professional comedian. <laughs> they just take the plasma, and then they keep the. You get to keep the rest. It's a good deal, and they even give you a cookie. Oh, am I even using the plasma? I don't know. <laughs> you don't need it. Uh, yeah, you oh. probably are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. 
Your body makes then, more. You know, we d- the nucleic acid testing part is basically just um, when you go and donate your blood. You know, they use our assays to test your blood for hepatitis, HIV, West Nile virus, uh, Zika. Okay. Uh, any of the diseases that you wouldn't want to uh, donate to someone <laughs> and use. Right. <laughs> so, and yeah. is that what you went to college for? Of course not. <laughs> I no, gra- I went to college. Uh, I have a speech communication degree, so of oh, course I work in biotech. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So of course I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, communication your degree just, like just, a, just just a little bit of a stretch, just a little bit. Communication. It's just that, like you know, fuck you. I don't know what I want to do. Let's just. <laughs> Let's get this piece of paper and get out of here. When I graduated my- from college, I wanted to work at a record label. Like I thought I was going to be like an a oh. or like, yeah, that's what I really wanted to do, but it, it didn't pan out. In like marketing or in the actual audio editing and recording? No, I wanted aspect. to do like the marketing, you know, when you yeah. like help an artist get established and, you know, yeah. do all that stuff. Well, so are you using that now for yourself, like marketing yourself as a comedian? I don't use any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone who, who yeah, can do it. I've always complaining about how I need better marketing for Quizitron, and my friends are like, didn't you go to school for that? <laughs> yeah, the comics aren't very good at, at marketing ourselves. There are a few, like Marga Gomez, and like they really know how to market themselves and their and their shows, but I'm not one of those people. Yeah, anyone listening at make- home that's not familiar with Marga Gomez, go check her out. She's amazing, and we should have her on the show soon. Yeah, yes. I don't know her. Is she local? East Bay treasure. Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. I assume she's East Bay because I used to go see her in Berkeley all the time. Is she East Bay yeah, or does she live in San Francisco? She lives in San Francisco, but I think she does a lot of shows in Berkeley, like at the Marsh and, you know, her one yeah. woman shows. Yeah. I'm down. So yeah, how do you how do you balance that? You know, you have so you have this day job. Is that a forty hour a week gig? Yes, absolutely. And how do you balance that with being an up and coming stand up comedian? Uh, it's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it because if I did, I think I probably wouldn't be able to do both of them. But um, right, it. it and apparently a you're a, a mother as well, which so you've got basically like three full time jobs. Well, well, my daughter is 25. Of course, we live in the bay, oh. so she still lives with me. She can't move out because right. well, that's a part time job at least. She can't afford to live on her own. Uh, right. Rent is very high. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot to do as a parent anymore, except provide nice. uh, basic shelter and um, heat and. <laughs> Water. But uh, other than that, <laughs> is there a reason why your daughter isn't serving as your manager and agent? Because mm. that's what uh, I'm prepping my kid for. Great question. Yeah, really? That's that's actually a good idea. Keith. I could save a lot of money that way. Right. Yeah. And you're paying yeah, her yeah. rent. She's got to do something. She owes you. She is my, she is my videographer, though. That's so good. That, oh, okay. That saves a lot of money. She's a photographer. That's worth so. its weight in gold. Yes, actually. Yeah. In our profession, that's that's very, very handy. Yeah. And is she very happy that she doesn't have to go to Detroit and see the Trump supporting family as well? <laughs> well, actually, she did see them. They were visiting here for a little while. But uh, 
she'll she'll she she hasn't been back to Detroit in a while. We make our family come out here because you know that's smart. Detroit is cold. But that it's it is so cold. <laughs> And it's like you guys want to be in the cold, or you want to, or you want to be in the sunshine. So, I mean, the sunshine, but without the 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 sweltering, horrible, without the heat, no humidity. Actually, it's not that humid, but no, it's hot. It gets hot. East Bay to me is perfect weather. It's seventy degrees and sunny every single day, and I rub it in the face of everyone I know. Yeah, but we pay for it though. Exactly. Like we literally pay for it. We pay, when I tell people what I pay and like for shelter, they're like, "What is wrong with you?" It's ridiculous. Like, why are you? You need to. Move. It's an insane amount of money, especially considering that like all of our homes will slide off into the ocean. Yeah. Well, they say California is going to break off, so we're just going to be like floating into the. Oh the God! Pacific. It can't come soon enough. I know. At this point. I'm just, I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> um, Corinda, real quick, something I need to know about you for personal reasons. Uh, are you a prepper? Do you kind of like get ready for things in advance or you, do you just wing it? Uh, I'm a prepper. Ah, damn. Okay, so <laughs> you need to know. You need to know that we've got this new thing we're doing where if you show up with like flashcards and stuff, like you've really like over prepared for the quiz show, we're going to oh change it, and all the questions are going to be about pop culture <laughs> instead of science. Oh, That's, we've we learned did, our we, lesson. <laughs> do you we guys did have that issue? Do you guys tell wow. us like what the topics are going to be? Like how do we? Not, you, never again. No, I will continue giving that away. If you follow Quizotron on Twitter at Quizotron, uh-huh. uh, in fact, I have, I and I spent a lot of time deciding whether or not to do this, and I've decided to go with it. I'm just going to be like tweeting news stories that will probably end up in the show. So, wow. if you we, follow, that's, that's good to know, yeah, we had a contestant last week. That had made flashcards for herself. She had taken and that. Pages. Let's be honest. That contestant was Janet e. Stemwell. Name names. She's okay. got. <laughs> she's got like what three master's degrees? I mean, eighteen PhDs. This is yeah. <laughs> and so she's totally over prepares. And what happened? Still only tied for first place with a comedian. She tied, but she <laughs> whose idea of prepping was getting really high before the show. <laughs> right. That's usually how you win. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're less inhibited. I give out points for. Yeah, I give out points for people making me laugh. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink Canada Dry ginger ale before the show, so I should be pretty, you know, loose. We are gonna stock remember? our green room with some. We'll take care of that. So I, they, they, they should really sponsor my tour. Like I drink Canada Dry <laughs> like nobody's business. I'm not sure how old you are, but if you have a twenty-something-year-old daughter, you might also remember this. Canada Dry had a series of radio ads back in the 90s and it went like Canada Dry Cranberry Ginger Ale's not too sweet it's not too sweet Cranberry can't be beat no? no just me I never oh. okay can you title this episode the episode where Rebecca sings for the first and last time <laughs> but I the have tasted time. I have tasted the cranberry and it's I don't like it it's, it's not Is sweet it not enough sweet, though? <laughs> it's not sweet <laughs> That it's like that, and there's like a Labatt's Blue commercial that stick in my mind from the '90s. Would you sing it, please? That one wasn't a song. That was a guy (laughs) walks in (laughs) to 
uh, he walks home and he's carrying Lababolo and he walks in the door and he says, he's trying to woo his wife and he says, uh, uh, honey, uh, je de do. And she goes, you shut the door. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, I, <laughs> I speak French, so that's funny to me. I mean, I don't yeah, speak it, right? but I, I it took it for good, some time. It was I, a good I, ad. I like that. I like that one. You so, shut, oh, maybe she was carrying it because I feel like the line was, you shut the door. I'm <laughs> carrying a case of Labatt Blue. <laughs> so uh, have, on that, oh, go, go ahead, Corinda. I, was like, I have not seen a Labatt Blue commercial in like a decade. So I, I don't are, know. Are they, it might not still make it. This. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But also, I've had two two shots of tequila because oh. <laughs> it's a. You're it's also a, a prepper. <laughs> I'm a prepper, you know. I so, like to be ready. Uh, Corinda, uh, yes. where can our listeners find you on the World Wide Web uh, or even in person if you have any big shows coming up? Um, you can find me at www.corindadobbins.com. That's Easy. Corinda also. with a K. And Dobbins with two B's. And a D at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Rhymes with Robbins. I have a show coming up November 2nd at the New Parkway Theater in Oakland. It's an election comedy show. Should be a lot of fun. Oh, nice. And we also have a a game show that uh, we do uh, in the the comedy show. So it's, uh, people really like it. So you're familiar with the game show format. I am. Are you a competitive person? I am. If I lose, uh, I probably won't speak to you guys when I leave. Okay, Will good, tables good, good. Be flipped. <laughs> we haven't yeah, had enough. Been looking for an excuse. I'm just, I'm right. just going to walk to my car, and that's going to be it tonight. <laughs> I I, I have bad news for you, then, Corinda, because I it's actually my time to win. I'm I'm overdue, and it's this is this he is it. Has, oh, has really? Never won, and is usually in last place. But I'm, but like, this is by, this is the exception. This is the time I'm going to win by a large margin. Is there a Are prize? You, <laughs> no, yes, you get to you get pose to, with the belt for two seconds. Uh, but the belt is really impressive. It's like it's quite you know, a like a WWE sort oh, of. Oh, really? Okay. And, yeah, it's very impressive. And a can of Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Yay! And an that's old really copy. That, you know, that's really going to make me go hard. There we go. <laughs> and an old copy of New Scientist where I've ripped off my address. <laughs> so I have, yeah, I have an idea. You don't want people knowing where you live. That's I don't happen. want people to know where I live. And Keith made fun of me. And for I was doing just, that last I was just month. watching uh, a, a documentary on Ted Bundy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to. It's why like don't a lot of disappearing. Ted Bundy. Why do we keep making individuals be against each other? This isn't right. I say this episode, it's comedians versus scientists, and me and Corinda are on the same team. Oh, dear. Well, you're – Corinda, if you're a smart woman, you will say, fuck you. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. I'm not not jumping on that losing train, Keith. Yeah, exactly. Corinda, are you – I'm going to be every black woman in every reality show I've ever seen. Fuck you. I came to win. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here, I'm not here to make friends with you. I, you're heading yeah, all the way to the White House. I can see it. Eject I that payload and use it to shuttle yourself. I'm going to get my Amorosa on. I came to take yeah. the title. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Do you, uh, are you well, on Twitter? I am on Twitter. At Corinda Dobbins. Same thing. I'm very consistent. Nice. 
All right. And I like that. You, you like Instagram and Facebook. Facebook and all that stuff? No, my Instagram is private. I don't want people seeing my. Okay. Stay off her Instagram, everyone. You heard life. it here. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter, but stay the fuck <laughs> off Corinne's Instagram. Yeah, you can't, she doesn't you, want you. You can't see my private life. That's no. just, that's just for me. Isn't that all, right. all celebrities say? There's a part that's just for me. You're selling this <laughs> exactly. hard, though. If, if you, I am. If you actually no, wanted to good. make I'm it enticing. Because I don't give a <laughs> shit yeah. about your Twitter now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Twitter. No, that's I where she puts that. the shit she wants us to see. <laughs> I need that gram. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> all right. Well, thank well, you so much uh, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for having me. It was fun. So you guys who are listening at home, uh, you can see Corinda at our next Quizzertron happening November 1st at Piano Fight in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, ticketing info will go up soon. And she's going to so, lose, and apparently it's going to yeah, be a scene um, because I'm it's taking, my time. <laughs> I'm taking a title. We'll see. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Corinda, thank you so much. Thank you.